G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, as the gender-fluid concept continues to take hold, especially in so many of our schools, with our children as the target of often militant LGBT activists, you might wonder what you can do to protect your own children and protect your local school. Well, it so happens that this morning in New South Wales, at the New South Wales Parliament, Kiralee Smith from Binary has launched a PNC pack, along with Mark Latham and Damien Trudehope, and it's a resource for parents so they can deal with gender-fluid ideology that is taking hold in their schools. A special welcome back to 2020 to you, Kiralee Smith. Thank you for having me, Neil. Kiralee, the launch this morning, Parliament House in New South Wales. Uh, what is in this PNC pack that is so important for parents to take note of? Well, there's quite a few things, Neil, and I'm really excited about this pack. It offers some very practical tools and resources for parents who, you know, let's be honest, a lot of parents are feeling that their parental rights and responsibilities are being challenged at almost every turn and that schools have been become this radical hotbed of indoctrination, I guess. And instead of schools being a place of education, they've now become a place of indoctrination where ideologies are promoted. And uh, often the parents feel really out of control when it comes to how to handle that. So we put together this PNC pack, uh, which will be available to anyone who, who wants it, basically. And it gives well, it gives a lot of tools, as I said. So uh, some of those tools are things like explaining what uh, what to look out for in your child's school when it comes to resources that perhaps might be in the library or at, uh, through different programs. We know there's a lot of books that, you know, we say don't judge a book by its cover. But when you get into the books, um, if they're quite explicit, they're sexualised. We're talking about primary school children. Uh, being exposed to quite explicit content in some cases. Um, so we need parents to be aware of those things. But we haven't just approached it from the negative side of things. We've also offered a, a lot of resources, book suggestions, websites, films and documentary suggestions that will empower parents when it comes to dealing with radical gender ideology as well. So we come at it from uh, from a very medical, scientific and ideological viewpoint when it comes to looking at what are all the consequences, I guess, of going down this road of, um, of radical gender ideology. We're also trying to help parents engage with their local PNC groups and uh, develop policies for their schools. So when it comes to uh, transgender students in schools, uh, parents have every right to want to be engaged in the process of what bathrooms and change rooms will the students use uh, when ch- students go on school camps? What accommodation will they use when it comes to sporting activities? Are girls going to be unfairly disadvantaged because biological boys are going to be allowed to compete with them? What is the pronoun policy in that school? So there's a lot of 
practical tools, as I said, and suggestions in helping and equipping parents to deal with this in their local school. Kiralee, I know that there'll be a lot of parents listening to our conversation today who will applaud a proactive move where you're hoping to empower parents to take back some control over what happens with their children in schools because it appears to be, and whether it's the absolute reality, but it appears to be that a lot of parents feel like they've lost control over their children and their sexual identity. Uh, is this something that comes across your table often? You're getting stories from people who are saying, hey, this is, shouldn't be happening in our schools. I feel like as a parent I've lost control. Absolutely. Every week, Neil, I'm reading heartbreaking emails or receiving phone calls from parents who are quite distressed about what's happening in their schools. I think you and I spoke last time about a transgender priest uh, who was invited to speak at an Anglican girls' school without parental knowledge or consent. Those parents felt completely... Uh, as though the rug had been pulled out from underneath them, that those children were not given any forewarning and they weren't able to uh, do anything about having their children exposed in that situation. There's other parents who talk about uh, transgender students at their kids' schools or being forced or or not, not, not so much forced but coerced into things like wear at purple day, whereas student might feel very uncomfortable in that situation, but they don't know how to handle it. Um, there's, there's so many examples I could give you, and it is a real concern for many parents. And so instead of us just being very reactive, as we've been uh, in the past, we have taken this step to become very proactive so that parents, again, can be equipped and be able to engage uh, from a positive angle with their PNC groups, with their school leadership, to develop policy that will protect and ensure the safety of their own children and the children at the school. I suspect it's not just those children who feel uncomfortable on days like wearing Purple Day, but also teachers. They feel uncomfortable as well. And in some sense here, it's like a parent's worst nightmare that their children's sexuality might be hijacked by radical LGBT groups. And some might be thinking this is happening only on a small scale, but this is happening all around Australia. Yes, it is, Neil. And there are, as you said, there are staff at these schools, again, who contact me and who are expressing concern that, you know, it's very difficult in knowing what language to use a lot of the time. They don't want to uh, perhaps read the prescribed material to the children. They're having to find either creative ways uh, to avoid it or... Um, they're, they're, they're very confused and very concerned about what will happen if they confront their, uh, their school principals or their leadership with their objections to some of this material because uh, while a lot of it is encased in this uh, you know, anti-bullying language, there's actually a lot of bullying that goes on uh, in, in trying to enforce people um, to agree with this this ideology. Is it a sense that some parents and indeed some schools have lost sight of what it is to allow parents to have that power over the lives of their children, to be able to direct the way that their children are being raised? Somehow or other, uh, it seems to be parents may be coerced, that's an interesting word that you use, uh, to think that somehow or other the government or LGBT activists know best about how to raise children. Yes, there is a concerning trend that uh, the government, that the state 
seems to think that they have more authority or rights over children and can raise children better than parents. But we know that that is not the case. Parents are best positioned to raise their children and know what their children are capable of understanding and coping with, uh, particularly when it comes to sexuality and sexual issues. And uh, allowing or, or handing over that sort of authority to the government, to states, to the schools is really dangerous. And um, I, I think there are some parents who, who don't know uh, how negative those consequences would be. But as I said, there are many others who feel helpless, who feel, you know, they've been labelled as transphobic or bigots or they've uh, been told that they're troublemakers, but they're not. They are concerned parents looking out for their children and we want to connect those parents with one another and we want to equip those parents. So you're doing a good job. Stand up for your children. You have every right and responsibility to uh, raise up your children the way that you believe is best for them. Kira Lee, tell us what's in this pack that is going to equip parents because uh, there might be some thinking, well, what do you do to equip a parent? I mean, is it just something that's happening in the home? I I imagine you're talking about how you engage with the school and uh, some people might not feel as confident about how they do that. What's in this pack that helps parents become equipped to be able to take control? Yeah, well, like I said, there's some book lists in there of books to look out for so that if you find out they're in your child's library that you can object to that. And I've uh, we've given you a few reasons why for some of these books are not appropriate, such as explicit content. We've also given you a list of resources uh, which are, are more positive and come from the other side, from the side that we would think that brings a balanced view to the transgender issue. So there are books and websites and films that you could suggest and promote in your school. We've given uh, some practical steps to take, such as keeping, you know, keeping really good records and screenshots of any correspondence with the school. And if you feel that it gets out of hand, then we will be here to support you or to put you in contact with those who can help you so that you know your rights. We've given some uh, legal definitions and information about what your rights as a parent actually are. And we've also provided a lot of talking points that you can bring up at your PNC meetings that are non-inflammatory, they're not emotion-based, but they're science and and reason-based so that they're to give parents confidence to be able to engage and start talking about these issues with other parents and with the school themselves. So that, that's just a little snapshot of what, what's on offer in this PNC pack. Uh, that word confidence, certainly important because when you know something's wrong but you don't know how to address it, uh, you do need to have some basis by which you can actually be strong and a little bit courageous uh, to be able to confront the issue. And knowing that there is a backup that's going on, a point of reference, as you mentioned, that your organisation, Binary, is now aspiring to be a point of reference for people so they can find more detail about how they can confidently help to take back control of what happens in their children's life. So how do people get a hold of this pack then, Kiralee? Well, already hundreds and hundreds of packs have been uh, assigned to people, uh, people who made donations to Binary in July. It was so encouraging. 
Um, but basically, if people contact us at info at binary.org.au um, and you want a pack, we'll get them to you. Uh, we think this is so important and uh, our, our supporters have been so generous in raising the money for us to be able to um, put together these packs and they'll start being shipped out around Australia uh, next week sometime uh, they'll be in the mail and uh, yeah so if anyone's listening to this program and isn't aware of them please send me an email at info at binary.org.au and we'll see what we can do for you and there is a battle that's going on around our children's sexuality and it's happening in the school setting and a pack like this is going to enable parents to be resourced and equipped to be able to address the issues in their local school uh, rest back a little bit of that control that's being taken away from them by some of these groups trying to introduce radical gender theory into our schools. Uh, Kiralee Smith from Binary, she's launched this PNC pack at the New South Wales Parliament today. And uh, Kiralee, you were there with Mark Latham, with Damien Trudehope. There are a lot of politicians who are on side. It's not that everybody in the political realm is all for these uh, gender ideology uh, being taught in schools. There are a lot of politicians uh, who are actually opposed to this. Uh, what do you say about politicians that are in Australia? There's a bit of a divide, isn't there? There absolutely, absolutely is a divide and there's politicians across all um, areas of politics. So, you know, Mark, Mark Latham is from One Nation and Damien Trudehope is from the Liberal Party. There are members from other parties that have also contacted me uh, to share their concern with this ideology. Um, the, the, the activists are quite uh, vocal, as you know, and quite aggressive in some um, ways. And the media has given them a lot of support. But uh, I think that you'll find there are quite a few reasonable politicians and, of course, a great deal, a, a large number of people in the public who are very concerned about where this is headed, particularly when it comes to, you know, women in sport, when it comes to the safety of girls and women's services, and when it uh, just comes to what's happening in schools. So I'm very encouraged to see uh, that people are starting to find their voice. And binary is about equipping people with the vocabulary and the resources to be able to stand for common sense and to have the, the debate that needs to be had. Kira Lee Smith, the national spokesperson for binary and that PNC pack that was launched today at the New South Wales Parliament uh, at Parliament House, uh, is available when you go to binary.org.au. That's binary.org.au. And that's how you can contact Kira Lee Smith and perhaps even get some insight into what you can do uh, to be equipped in your uh, local community and at your local school. Kira Lee, thank you so much for taking some time to share these thoughts with us today on 2020. Thank you for having me, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.